Well, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and welcome back to the Low Def Media Podcast. My name is Mike, and today we are going to be talking about some things that I've listed in my thought journal again. Uh, we did this before. Uh, I find this a very, I don't want to say it's interesting to me, but I find that this is a good way for for us to interact uh, because it's just things that I come up with um, in my day-to-day and I'm hoping that they are things that you, you know, might hear, see, come across as well. So let's do this. I got to check and make sure that I've got my sound coming through my ears and not through the speaker. All right. So what, what kind of setup do we have? I always like to go through the setup because if you're new to YouTube, to podcasting, um, maybe this can help you out. Uh, so for the video, I've got my DJI Osmo Pocket 1 and we're here, you know, in the studio. I love the low light performance that this camera provides and it's a 4K image. Uh, I've got uh, my Blue Yeti microphone here and it's connected to GarageBand. So that's what we've got going. I need to get a sip of water here so uh, we can get trucking along. All right. So let's go with the first topic. Um, if you're a fan of the channel, I did a recent uh, video podcast about uh, the CrossFit Games. And uh, I talked about my observations of day one. And, it, you know, I... Day one was the one one day that really stood out because they, they dealt with so much. They had complications with scoring. They had some weather issues they had to deal with. And it was really the first opportunity to see the programming done by uh, Adrian Bosman, who uh, is a longtime uh, CrossFit employee. And so that's why I really wanted to do an observation of the first day. Now, this, the rest of the competition went, was great. I really enjoyed it, and it was fun to watch. But uh, let's do um, looking back on it and, and look at it from the end and say, okay, what are my overall impressions? The first thing I'll say is they had the same winners this year that they had last year. So uh, on, the, on the service, you would say, oh, that's consistency. You have two people who... I mean, Tia Claire Toomey won six times. This is her sixth win. And uh, Justin Medeiros, this is his second win. And prior to him, you had um, Matt Frazier, who had won five times. And so there's a lot of consistency there at the very top of the podium. Now, beneath that, in the second and third spot, there's a lot of turnover. There's uh, It hasn't been quite as consistent as the overall winner. Uh, so I, I see this as a double-edged sword kind of thing. The same winner, to me, demonstrates that they figured out how to focus, plan, prepare, and, and be the best athlete that they can be. So that's a good thing. Um, but from a fan perspective, you, you like to see thing you like to see things get mixed up a little bit and you, you like to see variety and change because there are some new athletes in the space, and this thing's really bothering me. There are there are new athletes in the space that I would like to see progress to the top spot. Now, you have to earn it. I get it. I don't want them to be handed anything, and I don't want them to just you know show up, and then there they are. They're, 
you know, they're in the top spot just because we don't want the other person to be in the top spot. No, that's not what I'm saying. I want that for the Patriots. I don't ever want the Patriots to win, or I don't want the Tampa Bay Buccaneers simply because of Tom Brady. But that's a different story altogether. So let's stay on topic for CrossFit. Um, I would like to see just a little turnover there. And I I think on the women's side, that's coming. I don't think Tia will um, compete next year. I mean, she's done six in a row. There's really nothing left to prove. And they've got a stable of athletes there at Proven, her and her husband, Shane. And so I think now's a good time to kind of back away. Um, But there were some new faces on the leaderboard, and that was exciting. Um, On the girls' side specifically, and this is what I talked about in the last podcast, uh, a lot of younger athletes are coming up uh, on the women's side. Not so much on the men's side. There are new faces, but they're guys who have been working at CrossFit for a while and are just now getting to the point where they're uh, showing up on the leaderboard. Uh, So same overall winners. There was some turnover, some change on the leaderboard beneath that. A lot of names that you've seen in the past, but it wasn't all the same people in the same spots. So that was good. I like that. Uh, I like seeing things get mixed up a little bit because it keeps it very interesting. Um, All right. The third thing that I've got here is the, I enjoyed the events um, leaving the venues. Um, In the past, especially when they were in California, you had the tennis stadium, you did some stuff outside, but they didn't leave the property as much. And here, what I did like about this year's CrossFit Games is that not only did they leave the property, they went downtown. Uh, They went to the Capitol, did a workout. So they ran from uh, the, the Alliant Energy Center, I think that's what they call it. And they ran from there three miles to the Capitol, and then they did uh, some heavy lifting workouts there. And that was great. They also went to the University of Wisconsin and they did a swimming event there. So again, you're you're exposing um, people to this community and so that's only gonna broaden your reach. And I love the fact that the city of Wisconsin goes full out for CrossFit Games. I mean, they've got billboards posted everywhere. They've got advertisements on, on everything, doors, windows, elevators. So I do like the community buy-in there. I think this is the last year, though, uh, on that contract, and I think they are looking at other uh, locations for next year's CrossFit Games. I'm hoping it goes international. I think that would be great. All right, so next... Oh, uh, one more thing before I let go of CrossFit. Um, I was out of town uh, this past weekend when the CrossFit Games uh, were uh, going on, and... Thankfully, uh, YouTube uh, did a live stream every day. And the nice thing about that is you can always back it up. So if you miss it, you can go back and play it again in its entirety. And so even though I was away and I was on the road, I was watching it in my car, more listening than watching, but still just having that available. uh, Kudos to CrossFit for making that available. That was awesome. All right. So here's another topic. And you're you're just going to have to uh, follow me here. Um, I just saw another, let's get up here a little bit. Uh, I just saw another review on YouTube for an electric bicycle. Actually, I saw two things. I saw one, which was an advertisement for Mercedes. Uh, they have a new electric bike coming out and it's supposed to be wicked fast. looks really cool. 
and it's um, got a very good range. Okay, so that's a good thing, right? Nothing wrong with what they're putting out. Uh, we know that Mercedes is synonymous with quality, so I'm sure it's going to be a great piece of equipment. I also saw another video where a content creator is reviewing an electric skateboard looking thing with a handlebar on it. And I saw another content creator who's um, reviewing this uniwheel that you can ride. Uh, you stand on both sides of the wheel and that's all there is. The motor is built into the center part of the wheel. And so I, I see all these reviews um, and these are by far, these are not by far the only ones. And so I see all these things and I'm like, okay, there must be a huge market for one wheels and scooters and electric bikes and all that stuff. But then you look around in, in your cities and I have yet to see more than one in the wild. Now where I live, it's not really a big town. I've seen one, one wheel, no electric scooters, no electric bikes. Um, I go into the city, you see more electric bikes uh, in Atlanta, uh, but the only electric scooters you see are the ones that are provided there in the city and you run them. I don't see people on one wheels. I don't see people on these other types of electric vehicles. And so I'm just curious, where's the market? Is this only for bigger cities, LA, New York, maybe Chicago, Dallas? I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you tell me, do you see these where you live? I, I don't, I don't see them. And so I don't know that there's a market for these electric vehicles, but yet you see them everywhere. And so the content creators that are pushing them out must be getting some kind of really great kickback or something because I just don't see the market. And, and uh, maybe you can help me out, you know, let me know, email me. All right, so um, here's another one, goals challenge specifically if you look at youtube you see a lot of people who do um challenges that are goal centric like i'm going to do 30 days of something um i know a lot of content creators will say i want to vlog every day for 30 days or i've seen somebody say i'm going to vlog every day for a year um i think his name's andrew hiller he's in the crossfit space that's what he's trying to do he's trying to post uh, one YouTube video every day for a year. And I know um, Potato Jet, he did that where he um, vlogged every day for a year. I think it was a year. Uh, or at least posted something every day for a year. And they talk about the wear and tear. It's very hard to do. And then fitness challenges. I see this. I know there's this one guy out there. That's what he does. That's his little niche is he comes up with all these crazy fitness goals to do for 30, 45 days. I did, you know, Chris Hemsworth's diet, or I did Dwayne Johnson's workout for a month. So all these things, and I will tell you this, I, I've tried it even on a very small scale and it's hard. I tried uh, one year just to do, um, run one mile, do a hundred pushups and a hundred sit-ups every day for like a month. And within a week, because I'm a little older, my knees started to get really give me problems from running every day. Um, I tried to do burpees for 30 days and that also became problematic. And so it's just very hard. And even I, I've even done challenges with video, trying to do um, content creation uh, every day for a week. And it's just, it, 
it isn't as easy as it sounds because recording, what I found, recording the content is the easy part. Picking up a camera, putting it in front of your face, saying something, that's the easy part. But then going back, editing and making it, um, you know, something that your audience can relate to and that's something that's going to keep their attention, they're going to get something out of, the audio, all that stuff, it, it becomes very arduous. And so I don't know about you, but if you've ever done one of those challenges, uh, hats off, it is very hard. And so um, if that's something you've tried in the past, let me know. Love to talk about it here on the show. Uh, we are at the 12 minute mark. Going to try and keep this around 20 minutes today. Let's see what we can do. All right. So um, on the theme of technology, I know we talked a little bit earlier about electric bikes and, and electric vehicles. Um, technology. I saw a uh, content creator post something about new con- uh, new uh, cameras that are coming out and that he's really excited about coming out this fall. And I'm curious if you are excited about anything that's coming out that's in the technology space. Uh, I mentioned I was using my DJI Osmo 1. Well, the prediction is the DJI Osmo 3 is going to come out uh, this fall. Also, the GoPro 11 is going to come out and the iPhone 14. So those are three, you know, probably noteworthy devices that are coming out. And I'm wondering, are you excited about any of them? I know I like my GoPro 10, so I'm not really all that excited about the 11. I like my DJI Osmo Pocket, but it is the one, and I'd be very interested to see what the three offers. And as far as the iPhone, I've got the 13 mini, so I'm really not too worried about Um, the fear of missing out with the new phone. Uh, But you tell me, what is it that's coming out? And it may not be one of those three. You may know of something different. Uh, Let me know in the comments, because again, I would love to talk about it here on the show and kind of spread some of that uh, knowledge around. So maybe we can all get excited about the thing that you're excited about. All right, moving onwards. Um, All right, so this, I think, I think this is the last one um, that I've got. Oh no, there's one more. Okay. So here's, this is the next to the last thing. So I, I, I work in an office building, uh, just outside of Atlanta. And when I go into work, sometimes you'll, you'll see a group of, of gentlemen walking in. Okay. And you know, they, they, they look like typical office workers. They've got maybe a long sleeve shirt on khakis and they all have backpacks. All right, so we're talking 30-year-old men with backpacks on. Now, I don't know what it is about seeing a group of adult men with backpacks, but it just, it, it kind of throws me back a little bit because I look at it and I go, yeah, they, they look like kids. You know, here they are, 30-year-old men, and they're all wearing backpacks. Now, I'm not poo-pooing backpacks. I have a backpack. I take one to work every day. I throw my laptop in it. But one person wearing a backpack, to me, looks dramatically different than uh, a group of men with backpacks on. It looks like they're all going to catch the bus uh, to go to middle school. And so I'm wondering if you've seen the same kind of thing. Um, I take a backpack when I'm out of work, when I'm away from work. I'll take a backpack, throw my camera gear in it. And, you know, backpacks are wonderful. That's why they've been around for years and years. They serve a very... uh, specific purpose. And they, they, you know, they do a myriad of things. 
So it's not that I'm against backpacks. It's just something about seeing grown men going to work with backpacks on in mass. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just me. You tell me. Is there something quirky that you see when you go to work that just, you know, doesn't sit well with it? It just makes you go, what? Yeah, you know, that just doesn't look right. Especially if you see a, a, a woman with a, a dress on or a skirt, high heels, and they've slung a backpack over their shoulder. I mean, I know it's an easy, convenient way to carry your back, to carry your laptop and all your things, your accessories that go with it. But that doesn't mean that when you see it, you automatically go, oh yeah, that looks, that looks right. Because most of the time you anticipate seeing like a briefcase or a satchel, something that looks a little bit more professional. And I've tried, I've gone down that road and I don't like it hanging down on my hip because it bounces all over the place. So a backpack seems to work better. Uh, But hey, you tell me, am I alone in this? Do you see something similar? Or is there something else that you see that kind of raises those, what, kind of flags? All right, last one. Um, again, this is an observation, and I'm, I'm wondering if you see the same thing, feel the same way. We, we just, we're, we're coming out of, I don't want to say we're over, but we're coming out of the pandemic. And things are starting to get back to normal. People are going out doing things. And what do you hear from the media? Oh, no, there's a new variant. Oh, this is not the time to sit back. We've got to stay up on vaccines. We've got to wear masks. We got to do this. We got to do that. And I think that there's always going to be the next thing. There's always going to be another variant. There's always going to be something else that we need to be afraid of. Monkeypox. After that, it'll be something else. Something else they want us to get a vaccine for. Something else they want us to be fearful of. Because I think what they've found is a way to control and manipulate the the population in mass. And now they don't want to give that up. They being the government. Um, Because I can't think of any other time in my history where the government had such a powerful weapon to control where we went, what we did, and how we behaved. So... I'm under the impression that there's always going to be something else. You tell me if you feel the same way, if you've seen the same things, or if I'm totally out in you know cuckoo land and you're like, no, this is all legitimate. This is just the world we live in because there's so many people. There's bound to be more disease that's bound to be more communicable because we're just so populated. And that could be very true. But I just find it very convenient that every time you turn around, there's something else. So we are at the 18 minute mark. Those are the thoughts and the things that I've come across that I journaled down. And I told you about the journal. I highly encourage you to do that, to write these things down, especially if you do a podcast or if you do any kind of content creation, because you never know where that little nugget of an idea might come out of. So just jot these things down. And so um, those are the ideas that I have. My dog is telling me it's time to wrap it up. She's moaning and groaning at the door. Uh, so, hey, for Mike, this is Lodef Media. This has been the Lodef Media Podcast here on the Lodef Media Podcast channel. I thank you so much for taking the time. And, uh, hey, do me a favor, become a subscriber, and uh, make sure to provide some feedback. It really does help out the channel. And we will look forward to seeing you in the next one.